this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Monday, September 25th, 2017. This is episode 96, Rhythm or Tone Quality for Young Musicians. Over the past 20 years, I have attended some fabulous clinics. And during these master classes and workshops, there are some great ideas for helping your student musicians accomplish a variety of things on their instruments, within a section, and as part of the large ensemble. They have certainly found ways to build a better mousetrap. Some of the concepts are fabulous. There is software. There are apps. And the whole line of, of thinking in terms of teaching this to students has just improved tenfold. But it comes back to two main things when it comes to young musicians. Rhythm and tone quality. I can tell you that a lot of the materials written will discuss ways of getting the best possible sound because let's be honest, that sound is everything. It can help to convey emotion. It's the type of thing that puts a smile on someone's face. It's the type of thing that as the student is making the leap, if they so desire, to take their instruments, and when I say instrument, I'm talking about a band or string instrument as well as the voice, into college or the professional realms, sound is everything. The tone quality that you hear separates you from other people, makes you unique. So obviously, when it comes to younger musicians, we should spend all of our time working on the best 
possible sounds. Or should we? Over the years, I have heard a lot of ensembles at festivals. And it is clear as a bell that an effort was made to focus on tone quality. I could hear it right away. I could hear the tone quality, whether it was a marching band, whether it was a string ensemble, a concert band, I could hear that the instruction they received focused around making your best possible sound. And do you know how I knew? Because the group sounded awful. Wait a minute. Did he just misspeak? I could hear that the instructor was spending a lot of time on the sounds coming from their instruments and the performance and if I got to hear rehearsals sounded awful but why try this have your students perfect their tone quality on any exercise or any song. Absolutely perfect their tone quality. Best possible sounds, accurate pitches, sound like a million dollars. And then just simply tell them to do this. You don't even need to do it in the band. You can just do it with a group. Say, okay, now make your best possible sounds and hit all your pitches, but I'm not going to count you off and you can't count each other off. And make sure that they don't have any predetermined idea of what the speed is supposed to be or what you had in mind. And then say, play. And let them listen. And usually, it'll be a nightmare. They will not be playing together. The attacks will not be together. Notes will not be, be lining up. There's no concept of the beat. And it doesn't matter how great their sounds are. Because it sounds like cacophony. It's just noise. It's not music. And it's gross. Now look at the other side of the equation. Spend no time at all on tone quality. Focus primarily on rhythm. Rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. 
making sure that they're together. Making sure that the group is tight. Making sure that no matter what method you're using, whether it's clapping your hands, whether it's conducting, whether it's using a jam block to keep the beat, or having a metronome with large speakers so they can hear the beat, and or coupling it with them tapping their feet or doing something to have the internal pulse. Now listen to it. Could it be out of tune? Absolutely. Is it going to sound like a major symphony orchestra? Unlikely. Will it be together? Will it be enjoyable for the concert goers? All day. How painful it is to have to sit and listen to any ensemble, any age, when the children are not playing together. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not fair to children when they work so hard and you have 80 musicians who all play their instruments extremely well and they're practicing and they're doing all the things they've been asked to do. And then during the process, the rehearsal process, you have not paid attention enough to their rhythm, their sense of beat. You've done them a disservice. You've done everyone a disservice. Is tone quality important? Of course it is. Making great sounds. Yes, extremely important. And every day of the week, rhythm is more important. And always will be. Always. I'll share this story with you because it happened about three years ago. I just started teaching in a school and the music program was, it was a, an epic disaster. And I'm not gonna get into all that, but it was, it was a nightmare what I walked into, bad. And the kids I was able to figure out who had been playing over the last year or two, and then I was able to kind of piece it together and figure out who had some experience. I put them together, called it an advanced band, and they were hardly advanced. And I remember after about six weeks, they started buying into what I was selling. They started to trust me, which is extremely important. They started to trust that I knew what I was doing. They started to trust 
simply because they knew I cared about them and I wanted them to get better and I was extremely positive in rehearsals even though they couldn't even they couldn't even play four quarter notes together without falling apart about six weeks into rehearsals I had a student who was a type of kid who was never afraid to say anything. He's very respectful. Never afraid to say anything. But this was one thing he didn't even think he would ever say. He raised his hand and he said, Mr. R, I'm scared. And he says, I think a lot of us are scared. Sixth grade student. So what are you scared of? He said, I'm really scared because every concert we've ever had in the middle of every single tune we fall apart and it's really embarrassing and it's happened every concert I've either been part of or seen at the school and we're scared it's going to happen again And I remember looking straight into their eyes and saying, as long as you have me as your director, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that will never, ever, ever happen. Now you're gonna have to work hard and you're going to have to trust me, but if you do the things I ask you to, we will rehearse in such a way that that never happens. So you can finish your performance with your, he your head held high and have your parents so excited that they have to take you out for dinner or for ice cream or something because the performance was just that great. And I always say to my students, you know, the job of families when they come to these concerts is not to come expecting this incredible musical experience. Their job is to support their children. But isn't it pretty cool when both things happen. And it's precisely what I've tried to create over the past 20 years. People being able to come and enjoy the performance as well as enjoying their kids. So, this is never gonna happen if you're focusing only on tone quality. Some children are playing instruments that they enjoy, but they may not be the best instruments for them. But they like that instrument. And they may never make a great sound. So you're going to penalize those children? No. You make sure that their rhythm is solid the group plays together. Now they're a part of something. They're part of a team. 
Now, have I had kids that have played on rest before? I have. Not many. 20 years, not many. Have I been demanding? Absolutely. Have I been abusive demanding? No. But kids know when they mess up, no, this is not, no, this is, that's not good. And it needs to stop right away and it needs to be corrected. And if it means you have to do a certain passage a a good five times or so, then you got to do it. And they're going to get aggravated, but they'll get it. And then you come back to it in the next rehearsal and you make sure that that particular section is, is done. Make sure your beginning is strong. It makes a statement. Make sure the ending is strong and it makes a statement. People will always remember what you play at the beginning. The first impression is everything. But if that thing does not end together, they're going to remember that too. I always say to kids, and grandparents don't take this the wrong way, but I say, Grandma who's out in the audience might not hear the fact that somebody in the trumpet section just played a B-flat when it was supposed to be a B-natural. She may not catch it. And I look at them and I say, I know, though. And they laugh. But Grandma will always know when somebody plays on a rest. Always. Don't need you to adjust the hearing aid for that one. Rhythm or tone quality? There's there's no disputing this. No discussion is necessary. Rhythm always comes before the tone quality. And then when that's down, you can start to focus much more on the tone quality and building their confidence and making sure that they're breathing. Because when kids get nervous, all that stuff goes out the window. But at the very least, you want them to be together so everyone can have an enjoyable concert experience. Rhythm is everything.